what is up all my sunny babies i would like to say hello and i would like to thank you guys so much for listening to the sunflower chronicles podcast and i would love it before we get into this episode if you would subscribe download um turn on notifications leave a comment all that great stuff that helps boost the podcast um i would appreciate it so much and i thank you guys again so much for tuning in and listening to the sunflower chronicles and i hope that you guys stay sunny now on to the show Hello, and welcome to the Sunflower Chronicles podcast. All things stated here are 100% my personal opinion, so I hope that you all sit back, turn it up, and stay sunny. What is up, everyone? It is your girl, Brie, and I'm just a black 20-something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way, and this is the Sunflower Chronicles podcast. What is up? You all, I need to be better at saying what is it, y'all or you all, and using non gender specific language in my open. And I know a lot of people are gonna like give me a big old eye roll because, like, why are you talking about this? But, like, the other things that I think about a lot is like, oh my goodness, but like, what if I have like NBs listening to this and non binary people? And you know, like, people, <laughs> like, I don't know, but like. I say you guys a lot because, and I don't mean it to say, like, to be, like, guys as in male. I mean it guys as in everyone. I'm so sorry. But I'm going to try and be better about using, um, like, watching how I word that. You guys probably don't even care. That could have been a whole internal monologue. (laughs) But, yes. So, what is up, everyone? So, this episode of the Sunflower Chronicles probably will be a short mini-sode, but then again, I say that my short episodes are going to be short, and they're only short by, like, 10 minutes. So, instead of, like, an hour, you get, like, 40 minutes. (laughs) Um, But I actually do mean it, because this episode, I was supposed to record last night, but then I got hit by this, like, weird wave of anxiety about just like random stuff like honestly and if I I'm gonna tell you guys because at this point whatever um so I got this weird random wave of anxiety about football yes I said it about football do I have a fantasy team no do I have any money or stake in football teams no do I just have my pride and love of a specific football team in my heart yes now you may be asking what football team is this this is the University of Alabama I went to school there um and they they did the college football um like week 10 rankings came out yesterday I think they do them on like Mondays or Tuesdays I don't know I always just catch up on social media from ESPN or whatever um but we're in the top 10 and we're in the top five slots and we're in the top four slot and I or no are we in the top two I don't know but I mean honestly Sports rankings are very weird because you have some sports that base it off of statistics, which I feel is a better way, in my opinion, of like ranking how people are doing and then rather than like wins and losses. And yes, while wins and losses are important, like sometimes some teams are like better statistic wise, but then and ability wise, and then they don't win a lot. (laughs) So 
I don't know, but I just got a wave of anxiety because I know that we're coming to the end of the season and that means championships are coming up and the national championship is coming up. And while I don't know if we'll make it to the national championship, um, I mean, I would hope, I would love if we made it to the national championship. But the thing is, is I'm so grateful to my college experience that I got to witness two national championships um, as an undergrad and a national championship as an alumni. So, and I mean, there will probably be many more to come. Um, and I literally am just so nervous because my both of my parents went to the University of Georgia and um, so they're all about Georgia football. And, you know, for the past few years, Georgia has been good, but like they could never finish. Um, like they could never, or not they could never, but it's just like they always get to like the championship games and, you know, it's they're a little shaky um so yes I'm very nervous because Georgia has a perfect record this year and they've been playing very good football like so I'm just nervous because we literally the University of Alabama we're not getting it together until the last few minutes of the game so people who normally listen to my podcast listen for other things who do not care about sports I'm so sorry but I like sports I really only like oh I'm not gonna say I really don't like football I like football I like I like lots of things like, so if I just have, like, um, a this just in in sports, <laughs> it is because I have some strong emotional feelings about it, not because I care about, like, actual how actual sports people talk, because I could be talking about stats and things. I don't know that many sports stats, but, yeah, I just got a wave of anxiety because I was like, oh, my gosh, what if I lose? And I literally got this, I got, um, like, put on edge because I saw someone's Instagram story and they said, Oh, I agree with the, uh, with the ESPN doohickey said, because they were like, Oh yeah, Alabama's not playing like a top four team this year. And that's true. We're not playing like a top four team. We're playing, I think we're playing like a top 10 team, but I don't think we're playing like a top five, top four team. Um, we could do better. And I don't know, maybe this, it's a little shaky. <laughs> Like, um, and maybe they have to get things together. Um, I definitely love Black UA Twitter is the greatest on game day. Um, because, because I literally just laugh through every single game, whether we're winning, whether we're losing every single game, I get a good laugh and it makes the games go by faster and it's way better in person. But of course I live a whole state away now. I live back home in Georgia. Um, so, yes, but if they win, if the University of Georgia wins the national championship, that's great. Glad, happy for them. But I do know that this will light a fire under Alabama's Petuski. And, yeah. So, we're going to, we're just going to move on past that. But, yes, I literally just got a random, random wave. <laughs> of anxiety, a random ass wave of anxiety, and I don't know why, but back to regularly scheduled program, um, yes, so let's hop on into Get Social, we're moving away from sports, returning the channel, um, from ESPN, and yes, so I had a bunch of TikToks that I wanted to talk about, and one was talking about, like, the dumbness of No Nut November for dudes, um, and essentially, like, there's this, oh, what's his name? Um, essentially he was just talking about how like guys value the opinions of other guys rather than the company of the women that they 
like the women, like the girlfriends or their, you know, that they have. And mostly I've noticed that this happens with seemingly, um, or like appearance wise and based off of <laughs> like just looking at them, like cishet men who like really are like pressed about it. Um, yes. But that is true in a lot of things. Guys value the opinions of other guys rather than valuing the opinion of, like, other people around them, like, other women or, like, other, yeah, like, just other people around them. And I just thought that was very funny and very interesting because I say that all the time. And I didn't come, I didn't come to this conclusion recently. I came to this conclusion when I was taking a class in college, my sexuality and society class in college, and we had to read excerpts from a book from Guyland. This is also a tip if you're in college. If you have a reading list that has lots of books on it, do yourself a favor. Go to your libraries at your college. See if they have these books that you can rent each week for your readings. Or, like, I don't know. I feel like what I'm about to tell you is, like, sus, but you know, go do the readings, maybe scan, scan pictures of the book pages with your phones. Um, or if there's a public library in your college town, go do that. And then this is just also a tip for like readers in general, like outside of academic reading. If you love to read, but you don't want to buy tons of books because books are so expensive. And I do love a physical, like keeping my own physical copy of being able to write in it, highlight it, tab the pages. Um, like, go to your public library. A lot of the times they have digital files that are compatible with like tablets. So like iPads, surfaces, Kindles. You can, I know that you can uh, get digital files from your public library on a Kindle pretty easily. Nooks are, um, a little iffy depending on the version of the nook that you have. But yes, those are good tips. Use your public library. It's free. Go get a, I need to actually go renew my public library card because they're like so so needed in your community like it is great and people who become librarians they put in a lot of schooling and a lot of work like I did not realize what it took to become a librarian and like what library sciences were until my mentor um became a librarian in college like she was like she got her she got another master's in library sciences so Shout out to her. Shout out to libraries everywhere. Um, go support your local library. Book babes for life. Yes. Um, oh my goodness. I would love to. Okay. So I am starting a buy me a coffee and that's essentially a, um, it's essentially like a Patreon where you can support me as a, and I hate saying like support me, but you guys can make donations. I don't know if that's the right terminology. Anyway, it's like a Patreon you can go click the link. You can get some fun stuff. I'm trying to decide what I want to do for my Patreon. Um, I would love to either do like, um, like do book babes book club, um, or breeze book corner book club. I haven't decided what I want to call it. And we literally just talk about books that we've read and my monthly book recommendation because I feel that will hold me accountable to actually finish books 
because I have so many books on my to-be-read list. And I'm just going to start over in January. But I am so close to finishing Good Girl's Guide to Murder. And the thing is, it's so good, but I pick it up reading so late. And I need to... I need to get better at like time managing my entertainment because I get so trapped into YouTube world or TikTok and I forget that like I have Netflix shows I need to finish. I have Hulu shows I need to catch up on. I find that Hulu I watch like how current TV like that's how I get caught up on like current TV shows that are on Hulu. Um, But I permanently have Bob's Burgers on my TV like I go through all 12 seasons each week. I love Bob's Burgers so much. Every time I watch them, I still laugh in the same places. It's like how people habitually watch, like, The Simpsons or, like, Family Guy or whatever. Um, I need to catch up on Rick and Morty. That just, yeah, I need to catch up on that. But, yeah, um, <laughs> because my dog started working. Um, but, yes, doing Breeze Book Corner, it just doesn't have to be about books. It can be articles, things like that. I don't know. I kind of want to just make it where I talk about movies, TV shows, different books things like that I love talking about that stuff I love reimagining music videos and all that stuff um so yes so I don't know what I eventually want that to be what I want my buy me a coffee to be like if you guys have suggestions of what you guys would like to see from me if you guys would like to do live streams if you guys like would would like to do game nights some some cool things let me know um yes but so forget social. I had that. And then I also had another TikTok. I get a lot of stuff from TikTok only because my phone screen is broken and it's hard for me to scroll through Instagram and Twitter right now, but it's easier for me to go through TikTok because I can get it on my iPad and it doesn't take up a lot of storage. Um, but yes, and I know I can still go through Instagram and Twitter on my computer um but I don't know that just feels like very like nostalgic Twitter to me like I remember getting on Twitter when I first got my first MacBook that's when I I got my first Twitter that's when I first logged on to Twitter and I just (laughs) searched people I didn't have an account I just searched people I didn't yeah so um that was that was that was a major throwback as well um, but I saw another TikTok that was like, um, that talked about post-grad life and how, what are you supposed to do after you graduate? That was a sneeze, by the way. I'm sorry. Um, what do you do, um, like after you graduate? And this, um, person, her name is Ebony on TikTok. Um, And she basically said, your job is to don't try and figure everything out all at once. Like, I'm I'm paraphrasing, um, but, like, don't try and figure out everything all at once. Like, college, like, life is opportunities. Like, the cool thing about life is that you have an opportunity to be a lifelong learner. You get the opportunity to learn from, like what you what you did in the past you get the opportunity to learn who you are now and you get the opportunity to learn about what you can be and what you can do and that is the beauty about life but with when you graduate school um when you graduate from college or like 
you know, academic programs or any sort of programs, like you have the people who know exactly what they're going to do. And most of the time, those are people who get jobs lined up um, or they know immediately that they're going to graduate school or whatever. And then you have people who are just like, I'm trying to graduate. And for me, I was a mix of both people because I knew that I wanted to go back to school. But I was just trying to graduate because it was so mentally taxing. And for me, when my mental health is like on the fritz, not on the fritz, but you know, like when my mental health was not well, I didn't do well academically because there was just so much in my brain that I couldn't handle like adding something else. Because I realized that like while living at home, I'm taking classes now to try and get into a another academic or to get into another school for a program I do I'm doing way better because yes there's stressors but I don't know I'm just managing it better but yeah like to all my postgrads out there people who are soon to be postgrads I know I have a few friends who are about to graduate in December um you don't try to figure everything out even if you do have a plan of oh I'm going to medical school I'm going to a master's program I'm going to law school I'm going to um, a certification program. I'm doing all this stuff. Even if you have everything planned out, it is still, you still don't have to have all of your answers figured out. That is what time is for. Even though time is a little trippy because daylight savings time kicked my patootie. Um, also, do you guys remember Kick Batowski from Disney? That's a major throwback. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you guys don't have to have everything figured out. You, because I promise you, everybody goes in with a vision of what they think they want to do, right? When you graduate high school, you have this vision of, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to like it. And I guarantee not even six months after you graduate high school, it will be completely different. I know because that's happened to a lot of my close friends from my hometown. That happened to a lot of my friends I met in college. And it is okay. And I feel like a lot of the times in college you feel in like when you take these programs because like there's monetary value put in them and like, you know, you talk it up to your family, like you feel like you have to justify your decisions because families want to make, you know, they feel like they can um, make choices for you and stuff like that. And so you feel like you have to like stick to stick to your guns of either, oh, I'm going to do what my family wants to do, or, oh, I'm going to do something completely different. And when you change your mind, you feel that burden. And, well, at least for me, I'm not going to say you. I'm going to speak from a personal lens. Of I feel like, for me, that I felt like I had to stick to my original college major throughout my whole entire first year of college and that set me back academically so much because I had so much pride attached to my major um and there was literally no reason to be it was literally a major I promise you and I was also in one of the biggest colleges at uh, my university so they didn't care if I changed majors they like you know I cared that I wanted to do better and I had people who cared about it. And it was like, also I had such a, I was so nervous about asking for help. Like I didn't want to ask for help because growing up, I always knew a lot about everything. And so I could always figure things out by myself, 
and getting to college clearly I needed way more help and I was just so scared to ask for help even from friends at the time I was scared to ask for help because they were just (laughs) not at that time you know I was scared to ask for help because like yeah, I just wanted to seem like I had everything together because they had everything together. But I also have to realize they were probably taking easier classes first or their majors, everyone's major was completely different from mine and they had better strong suits and things like that. And I was just going a lot through a lot my entire first semester of college. I have a whole video, or not whole video, I have a whole episode about that, um, about like college and things like that. But yeah, so with postgrad life you don't have to figure it out I also had some other stuff from TikTok but I mostly want to touch on this because I know everybody on social media (laughs) is touching on this but I feel like I should just do my piece in saying that um I would like to send my condolences to the victims who lost their life at Astroworld and to the attendees who went to Astroworld that is a lot that is very mentally taxing and mentally heavy um and there I'm gonna put a link to a Newsweek article that then has another link in it to uh, GoFundMe's Twitter and they have a link of verified um fundraisers for the victims families and for um other other things like that like where you can go and support and there's a few other um things I'm gonna try and find a few other that's so hard. Let me stop. Sorry. I'm going to try and find a few more links for other means of support um, for the people who were affected at Astroworld. And honestly, the things that happened at Astroworld should not have happened. Um, music festivals already are intense, are already scary. You have people who are, you know, intoxicated, who are trying different substances and who feel like they're in a controlled environment because you are like with a lot of music festivals, you're inside like a a park essentially, or you're inside a gated space. And so you feel like you should be safe, but a lot of people either go to music festivals alone or they meet up with people or you get separated from people and, you know, people rage and, jump around and all that stuff and it's like it's not fair to those people who came wanting to expect that fun time to like get in mosh pits and stuff but they still expected their safety and for a lot of people this has changed the way that they go to concerts whether they attended Astroworld or not like I love going to Music Midtown and I haven't been to Music Midtown in like three years and I couldn't I didn't want to go this year because I was still nervous about COVID um but I would like to go to music festivals like next year, but I don't know with the way, (laughs) with the way concerts are happening now, like I'm literally terrified. Um, and so to the people, like to the things that happen at Astroworld, people need to be held accountable, accountable. The person who started Astroworld, he needs to be held accountable because this is a pattern of behavior for him. This isn't like new, um, Especially because there is a video that the way I found out something happened is because a video popped up on my For You page about, and the same uh, TikTok also posted on my Twitter about, um, like someone saying we need to stop the show. Someone is having, like, is in medical distress and 
and um, Travis Scott didn't stop anything. And that is horrible. That person, like, he needs to be held accountable for his actions, especially because this is something that he's done before, pattern of behavior. And it's like, you need to be held accountable. If you say you care about your fans, if you say you care for their support, show them that. Show them that you take responsibility. And to the people who are investigating what happened, I hope that they find all the answers and give these families, the victims, and just the goers of this concert the um, the closure that they deserve. But yeah, that's pretty much what I have for Get Social. Nothing too big, nothing too small. Um, I'm going to try and get my old phone um, working again so I can at least have a working phone until December because that's when I get my new phone. Hopefully I ask for a new phone for Christmas because Lord Jesus, this phone giving me some trouble. Um, but yeah, it's literally the rest of the phone is in good condition. It's just the screen is not working and the screen is not working because I went through a third party and it was cheaper to go through the Apple store. And I didn't find that out until I did Googling. Should have Googled before. But um, let's see. What is it for 8-Track this week? 8-Track, um, I really don't have any new music that I've been listening to, I don't think. Um, for podcasts, um, what podcasts have I been listening to? recently um ethereal black girl podcast by um miss ebony um ebony kelly uh go check her out she also has um another podcast with her friend jojo oh my goodness what is it called um if you hear me like click clacking away that's what it is um Uh, wait, okay. I can't find it now, but she has another podcast with her friend JoJo. Check it out. Check out, um, Ethereal Black Girls socials and Ebony's main Instagram is in that bio. Um, check it out. I have not listened, but I know she has two podcasts out. So that is super great. Um, Here's the thing with Kev on stage, that chick angel. Um, yes, for books, as I said, I am still on Good Girl's Guide to Murder. And I really don't want to, like, stop in the middle of a book and just start a new book that I know I'll be way more interested in. Um, but it's looking like that. But I don't want to do that. So, yes. But that's pretty much it for Get Social and for 8-Track. And for Bree's Book Corner. So, yeah, let's move on to the next part of the show. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Bree, and this is a commercial break. Um, as I said, I don't have any ads or sponsors right now, but I would just like to leave this space open just to say again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It means so much that you guys support, and I would love if you guys would follow the pod on all socials, which will be linked in the bio. Send me an email. I love getting emails. Um, and yeah, let's get back to the Hello, guys. Let's get into the seed of the week. So, first of all, I don't know if I've ever really explained why I chose seed of the week as like this the title for like the main segment of like what I actually talk about. Uh, because honestly, like get social and seed of the week kind of just 
it all kind of flows into one big hodgepodge of a thing. But, 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 like, big old but. Um, I still wanted to, like, differentiate it, but the reason I chose Seed of the Week is because, of course, the show's called The Sunflower Chronicles. And I wanted to go with sort of, like, a cute gardeny theme, but <laughs> not, like, um to like not too like corny or cheesy or whatever um so this is that's kind of where I got seed of the week I don't know if I would actually want to change it in the future or if I like it sorry my um uh what's it called my charger my ipad charger just fell um but yeah so I, um, for this week's seat of the week, um, I don't know if you guys actually cared about that whole first two minutes of this. I am so sorry that I ramble. Um, but for this week's seed of the week, um, I wanted to talk about self-love and learning to like, you know, love myself. So, um, I love myself, but it's taking a hot minute to get here, right? Um, so this is something that I probably will touch on forever. Um, but like growing to love yourself is such a big thing. And it's honestly something that I've been working with, with my therapist. Um, also, if you guys hear me, <laughs> what's it called? Fiddle with my nose or like I sound stuffy. My allergies have got really, really crazy. Um, because I recorded the first part of this, um, yesterday and so I'm recording the second part today but um I think I like up to uploading on Thursdays I did strive for Wednesday but I don't know I kind of like Thursdays let me know if you what you guys think either Wednesday or Thursday I definitely like a week like I'm in the week um upload because it because on the weekend I want to be able to like relax and or have a long enough time to play in content, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, but, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, self-love. Um, but growing to learn to let, to like myself, then love myself has been an ongoing journey. Um, but the reason I, um, wanted to talk about this today because I was scrolling through Friday 29 in their unbothered, um, uh, department or portion of their website, which is geared towards like black women. And, um, they have a, I'm, I don't know if this is part of a series or if it's, um, I think it is part of a series though, but it's part of their black love series. Um, and it's called Chloe, the conqueror. That's the name of the article on the battlefield of self-love and imposter syndrome. And it's by Travel Anderson. Um, and it talks about Chloe Bailey and her, um, journey of self-love and her, uh, her, uh, battle, I guess, of imposter, imposter, imposter syndrome. That was a hard word to say. Um, but yeah, I love, 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 love this article. It was very good. It's a good read. Um, but she talks about like growing up and 
coming into her own, coming into her own, like, sexy. And I think that was such a word that, like, I just did not ever see for myself to describe myself as, like, sexy. Like, that always, that word felt like, oh, I gotta be, like, 30 to feel sexy. But no, like, at my age, I can grow into my own and grow into, like, my sexuality and, like, embracing myself. And, like, just beyond that, like, embracing the good and the parts that are not so good about myself. And, like, that's what true love is. And that also is, like, what true self-love is. And that's also what, like, love is. Is like, you gotta, you gotta go through the good and the bad. And you never know what's coming around the corner each day. Um, but, yes, so first thing is, like, with the thing or not sorry um but I'm trying to like phrase how I want to do this because I wrote my outline all kind of wonky but um so first so yesterday I had a therapy session that's why I had to split my recording up because I literally forgot about uh therapy but I um was talking with my therapist about so do you guys ever like if you ever um go to therapy or if you have a designated person that you like to talk um about just like stressful things or things like that like do you ever go in with the intention of talking about one specific thing and then you end up spending the rest of your time talking about something completely different and that's what happened to me yesterday because at the beginning of my therapy sessions I do a lot of I do like a recap of like what's been going on since the last time we talked and um so two weeks ago two weeks ago I had like a come to come to Jesus moment with my therapist because he was like you roundabout talk about everything like you don't really say like what is actually wrong with you um like until like a later point when it should be like what's in the beginning and not what's wrong isn't like what's aggravating you, but like what you're truly coming to seek therapy for. And that was talking. I was like, Oh my gosh, is my therapist about to dump me. <laughs> and she was like, no, but she actually like wants to help. Like that's the tough part about therapy is that like, you actually have to start talking about the things that hurt you, but I'll get back to that point in a second. Let's put a, let's put a little pin in that, if you will. Um, do you guys remember when you could drop pins in maps? Can you still do that? I don't know. That just made me think about it. <laughs> and then it also made me think of a family vacation when we went to Savannah, Georgia. And we, like, it was, like, one of the first times. Well, it was one of the first times that I went. And we did not know where this restaurant was. And so we put a pin where we parked our car. and we just walked around. Um, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, but she was just talking about how like, you have to like, actually address everything that's going on. But yesterday, in therapy, I started like doing a recap. And I told her things that are I told her about my vagina problems. That's what I always call um, hashtag vagina problems. If you're a person with a vagina, you guys know that vaginas are very fickle. They're great. But they're fickle. <laughs> um, so I was telling her about, like, my Picos journey as of lately and how, like, from September to now has been, like, a very crazy time and um, just all of the crazy things that come along with having um, polycystic ovarian syndrome 
And yeah. Um, but then I talked about how it's annoying going to the doctor. Um, and like going to the doctor as a fat person and like things like that. And like the anomaly of like, I'm a very active person in a bigger body and how people get amazed at that. And she was like, unfortunately you are an anomaly. And I'm like, I hate that. But later on in the conversation, um, we talked about how like my relationship with like my body has like kept me from like, I feel has kept me from like being truly, truly, truly confident and um, like in dating and like wanting to go out and date and do things. And it's like, of course, I know there are people, there's going to be somebody out there who's going to like all of me, like every single part of me yet, but I have to have the confidence to like let people see that, let people in. And I don't know, I feel like as women, we like there's some people who's like don't be the person to chase or don't be the person to like make the first move or you know it's fun to be chased and I mean in all honesty however you meet your person that's how you meet your person whether you initiate it or not like I hate when people are like oh you have to do this or you have to do that like everybody's experience with dating (laughs) is different okay um but she she was telling me how like clearly like my physical appearance plays a big part in how I see like my self-worth and then so my therapist told me that I because I told her how I was like the pandemic kind of like put a halt in like my dating life kind of um but she was like yeah you should definitely like go out and meet people get dressed up go out with your friends um and whatever and meet new people and I was like okay girl and then she was like eventually you can start doing like online dating like when you get comfortable and I was like okay girl (laughs) all right um but that I just thought that was really funny my therapist basically told me that I need to go out and date um so if you are if you guys have any good dating tips like what are your top three dating tips send that into the email ow send that into (laughs) I just hit my elbow y'all this podcast really is something like when I go back and listen to like the little clips of it I'm like are people listening are people really listening to this listening to me hit my elbow on my table talk about all this crazy stuff um, but I know you guys are out there. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Please send in your like top three dating tips um, to the podcast, pod.sunflowerchronicles at gmail.com. I would love to hear what you guys' dating tips are. And specifically, also, if you're a plus-size person or a person in a bigger body, like, what are some like good date tips? Like, how did you guys find confidence in dating? Or what are things that you're learning as you're becoming confident? Things like that. Um, but yes. Um, so let's put it, let's go back to the pin we dropped in Apple Maps. Just kidding. Let's go back to the pin I dropped about like, the tough part about therapy is like realizing what has hurt you and accepting that. And that goes into like, learning to love yourself is like, you have to go back through and be like, okay, where do I have cut, scrapes, and bruises? Okay. 
I know that. Like, what are things that have happened or feelings that I've had or feelings that I constantly have, notions, anything like that? How does that affect me? And accept it. Accept what happened. Um, And then you start to heal those wounds. And healing those wounds hurts. Sometimes it's kind of like when you pour alcohol or peroxide on a cut, it like alcohol hurts way worse than peroxide. But like, you know how like when you pour peroxide on it, it like bubbles up and then it starts to soothe itself. Or when you spray Bactine, Bactine stings or anything like that. Like when you start initially treating a wound, it hurts. But as you go on throughout treating it, a wound becomes a scar, and a scar becomes memory. Um, and then you just don't think about it. So, um, and you l- move on, and you learn, and it becomes just a learning point. So that's what I had to do with a lot of self love, and like things I'm working on is like my relationship with my body, and like being in a bigger body, and having to deal with people commenting on my body forever, and having to unlearn attaching my appearance to my self-worth and unattaching like my whatever I think beauty standards are to my self-worth learning to like undo all of that and be excited and be happy about my body like I I have to be more cognizant about I was really good about this at like one point um in like the last like I would say like two years I would always wake up in the morning and just say thank you to my body for like getting up letting me move around grateful to my body um grateful and like being grateful to um like the lord they made me the way that I am yes I said they anyone weirded out by that oh well um, yes, but like the Lord made me this way. They every single thing about me. Um, and I'm happy about that. Like I there are days when I feel really pretty and it's like for the most part, like I love the way I look from the shoulders up. I love my face, I love my eyes, I love my glasses, I love the fact that I have high cheekbones under chubby cheeks. Um, that's a flex. Yes, I love the fact that I have a widow's peak. I love my nose. My nose is perfect. Like, would not change anything about my nose. Lips, great. Smile, immaculate. Thanks to all the money my mom spent in braces and oral surgery. But yes, love that. Like, love my one dimple. (laughs) So, yes. It is. Como se dice, love the way I look from the shoulders up. Love the stretch marks on my shoulders. They add character. And getting to love me from the shoulders down, really, it's just getting to love my midsection. Like, I love my legs. Legs are great. My legs have pretty much been the same since I was, like, 13. Like, my legs have literally not change in shape like yes they've gotten a little thicker but it's easier for me to lose weight 
in my legs way and it's way harder for me to lose weight in my midsection but I also hate that like that's my first inclination is to defend my body is where weight goes and how easy it is to lose it xyz but um again learning to love my body that has been a big part of like my self-love journey um and then mental health literally taking care of all aspects of your mental health is a beast remember how we were talking about those wounds and and how you have to heal those wounds from like about like how you feel about yourself now the wounds that hurt the worst like you feel like you got to do surgery on those is your mental health wounds that's that's a lot and those are things that you constantly have to work out but that is the great thing about it is that you have the possibility and the opportunity to work there way more resources whether it's access to a mental health professional or support groups or like online resources books articles different things like that like there's tons 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 more resources resources for mental health are they all um accessible and equitable no um that is one thing that needs to change is equitable um and accessible access to mental health services whatever they may be um but yeah like um that also comes with it is like learning these notions of like how you see yourself and all that so ow and also one thing that has really helped me with both my mental health and loving like my physical appearance is really doing yoga and the thing I love about yoga and specifically like the yoga studio that I am at and the teachers that I have for the classes that I take there they help me to learn about honoring my body listening to it really being in tune like if a pose doesn't feel well there's nothing externally keeping me in that pose like my teacher they don't care the people in the class they don't care and if they do they're not in my body honoring how my body feels loving that my body can put me in any of those like yoga positions and then also with yoga you get a lot of time specifically with the classes that I take um I take a lot of like I take like a few like faster paced yoga classes, but I really like yin yoga. You do like deep stretches. Um, You hold each pose for like three to five minutes on each side. So you're really only doing like six poses a class realistically. Um, But um, like in other classes, you're like going through whole sequences with like five moves in them. But the thing I love about yin yoga is that like you get a chance to like meditate and assess your mental health you either get a chance to like not think about anything or meditate on things you'd like to work on or meditate on things that like are good or if you're thinking of somebody sending out good thoughts and things for them so it is just 
really, really, really an awesome experience to do yoga. So you guys remember how I said at the beginning of the episode, this was going to be a short episode. I lied. I knew, I knew it. I knew it wasn't going to be a short episode because who am I? Who, who am I? Who am I? I'm Brie. Does Brie talk for short amount of times? No. Okay. Um, but yes, I know that was sort of like humble jumbled, like big old mess, but I am, I I just, you know, felt compared to share that after reading that article and after, oh gosh, and after talking, um, with my therapist, because I did want to come in here and talk about how I wanted to start dating, but I'm glad that I had my therapy session before I recorded this segment because... I can realize that even before I get into like wanting to date somebody else, I have to date myself. I have to learn myself. I have to love myself before I can do that. And even though, like, even though, you know, RuPaul had, um, you know, quotes the saying of, um, how, how are you going to love somebody else? You can't even love yourself. Like she says that at the end of every, yeah, every Drag Race episode, I think. Um, and then she also says, and don't F it up in every episode. <laughs> like, when I think of Drag Race, that's it. And I also think of her laugh. Um, but, um, yeah, so even though that saying does hold true like you know you have to like be be comfortable with yourself before you get comfortable with someone else but that doesn't mean you have to be completely 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 comfortable like you can learn to love yourself and be learning new things about yourself every day and growing with yourself as you grow alongside someone else um so yeah those are just things and um again the article is from unbothered by refinery 29 i'll have it linked below in the show notes as well as I'll have the Newsweek article linked to the GoFundMe um page with all the resources that you can help with the Astro World um victims and yes is it that's the episode for this week I hope that you guys enjoyed it um as I just said, all of those resources will be linked below. Please follow me on all social medias. Follow my personal Instagram at I am dot Brianna M. And then also you can follow me at um, follow the podcast at sunflowerchronicles.pod on Instagram as well as send me an email at pod.sunflowerchronicles on gmail.com. Um, and that is it. Also, I said I didn't have an eight track, but I guess this will be a potential eight track. I know Summer Walker released her album. Um, last week over the weekend, I can't remember time, time is weird, um, but I am going to listen to that and I will report back next week during a track of what I think of the whole album. Um, but yes, again, that has been an episode of the Sunflower Chronicles. It has been your girl Brie and I'm just Black 20 something girl trying to make it in this crazy, crazy world with a little bit of sunshine and laughter to help along the way. And as always, I hope that you all stay safe and stay sunny. Bye y'all.